This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome back to the one and only, yeah, that's right, the only podcast in the Uinta Basin. I'm your host of the Uinta Basement, the Mighty Quinn, coming to you from the armpit of Utah, the Uinta Basin. How is everybody out there in New Orleans? Hey, I'm so glad that we're out here rocking and rolling and having a good time. I'm coming to you guys Tuesday. Um, it's the 7th of December. Uh, beautiful outside. 50 degrees outside. Warm as hell. Nice as hell. Hats off to Mother Nature. <laughs> so, we got to get this uh, drive on the road here. Let's uh, give a shout out to Jason Osler. What's going on, Quinco? Jason Mother Trucker Osler, you're on the show. <laughs> oh, what's happening? I, I don't have. Well, shit, I don't have long because I got screwed uh, up and I left all my chargers at home to my phone and my earpiece. They're all about dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to get this job finished up. And oh man, yes, it's been a day. It's been a day. So how are you doing, man? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful if weather. You lose me, if you lose me, I'll have call you next week that's that's totally right you're you're fine with that for some reason my uh, phone decided to put up my credit card and wants to pay you off nice. <laughs> how the hell are you out there let's send jason some money hell yeah <laughs> that way you wouldn't hell have yeah. to work today see how that works well i don't know how much money you got <laughs> um, well this is the costco credit card it's got a pretty good uh, limit on it <laughs> Oh, God damn. I need a new TV. <laughs> need a new TV and uh, a half of uh, half a lamb. <laughs> and half of a lamb? And half a lamb? <laughs> oh, yeah. You might as well get a half a lamb while you're in there. I mean, because everybody's doing it. I mean, that place has got you set up to, to get in there and, and buy all kinds of shit with the bells and whistles. Oh, shit, that's that, not that big one. Uh, the big Costco off of 3rd West. Yeah, yeah. That's the one yeah. I, I like to hit, that one, and I actually like to hit the one down there in Sandy. That's a 
Those two are my favorite. American Fork is not a bad one, too, but you can't buy beer there. <laughs> well, Goddamn. Damn. Fuck Costco. Fuck Costco. <laughs> You're boycotting that shit. Fuck that place. Yeah. Good God. So, how was the weekend? Uh, weekend was good. Spent most of Saturday by myself, which was fun, because the wife and kids were gone. And- uh-huh. But watch so how was the weekend? So I got so I got to hang out Saturday and watch you guys can hear that. Sorry about the air, that's the air valve going off. Uh the uh Utah State Aggies. Oh yeah. Kicked the living shit out of San Diego. Oh nice. Very, very nice. Started out a little rough, you know, once they got settled in, so uh Utah State Mountain Mountain Champion, their conference champions. That, that hasn't happened for no. well, almost ten years, uh, nine years now. Or, uh, but uh, yeah, just um, yeah, nine years ago, the last time they won the conference, uh, and then uh, the Utes watched a little bit of that game because oh, my yeah. God, the Utes just couldn't. They just couldn't not score in that game. No, no, and that like, was holy a, God. I figured they'd pull it off. Uh, Cody uh, actually uh, uh, wanted to bet on that one. He's like, "Yep, they're going to lose on this one." Which that's his team, but he's a he, he's a gambling kind of person. That's uh, something I cannot do yeah. is bet against my own team. You know, I I'm not good at gambling. It's just oh, I suck at it. I suck horribly, and it's like, no, I can't bet against my team. I want to see him win. I think it feels better. <laughs> who did? Who was wanting to win? Was, oh, Cody. Or who was Cody want? He was wanting to bet against the youth. Yeah, he said Oregon was going to beat him because the last time we we stomped a mud hole in him, and he's like, they're going to make a comeback. It was just a bad game, and so in uh, in theory, but my God, so. That's what that was my question on that that whole the whole college football ranking system. So mm-hmm. Oregon was at what ten, youth were at thirteen or seventeen. They were down their ways, and like Oregon was up there at number ten. Even San Diego was they were ranked. They've been ranked all year, and then like the youth put a beating on Oregon the first time they played them. Oh yeah, then they. Then they put a beating on them again. They finally got, they finally got up into the up in there, and then Oregon finally dropped. But then San Diego, they were twenty. They've been a, they've been in the top twenty five all seasons, like twenty three, yeah. twenty two all season. Then they go. Then they play Utah State. Utah State puts a, a thrashing on them, and then yeah. Utah State doesn't even. They don't even get like bottom twenty five as conference champions after they so. Two, two uh, high-ranking top twenty-five teams just get annihilated, and then you go, "What's up with this scoring system on how they vote on these?" Because those two teams that were scored or ranked a lot higher got their asses handed to them oh, by yeah. lower-ranking and non-ranking teams. Yeah. So what the hell? And then, of course, BYU. Of course, you know BYU. They're they're conference. Uh, they're not conference champions. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine but they're that. still ranked 13th, and they're like, okay. And, and they played some good games, but even yeah. my friends that are BYU fans going, man, it's a good thing they didn't play the youth at the end of the season because they had to got their asses handed to them. But. Oh, yeah. 
but I'm kind of with Cody on the on the Oregon because in theory that that would have been me too. Like if really? I would have if I would have if I would have bet on Utah State, Utah State would have lost by fifty. <laughs> yeah, Seems exactly. how I did. They won. Uh, Don't talk shit you know, on I, your teams. I didn't, I didn't think. Well, I just suck at gambling. That's just the way it goes. If I bet, if, you know, I bet on anything, I'll lose. Man, I, I suck at it. He asked for the wife. Come on, Snake Eyes! Wow. Yeah, no kidding. That's me too. I'm just, I'm, yeah, Snake Eyes exactly. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah, I walk up to a crap table. I throw one dice, and everybody walks away like it. it just witnessed the murder. <laughs> the like, en- sorry, the energy is not there, man. The energy no, is I- just not there anymore. I did. I'm terrible uh, at it. I was over there in Wendover, Bendover, and uh, there was a girl that was throwing the dice, and I mean the the damn table was on fire, and I didn't even know how to play. I made two hundred fifty bucks off of about twenty bucks, and in, in about forty minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, this is badass." Then they changed the dealer out. <laughs> oh shit! Yep, you're done. Give me that two hundred fifty yeah, bucks I, back. Yeah, we um. The raffle, like I was in a raffle a long time ago, and they was raffling off of a, a, a Model T, a T bird or a T bucket. Wow, old nineteen twenty nine. Anyways, a guy up in Logan had it, and they built it. And it was for a charity. And, okay, these tickets were like twenty five or fifty bucks a piece or something. This is a sixty thousand dollars bill, you know? Yeah. And and I was having a good year, and I was thinking, all right. So I and there was like, however many tickets were I owned probably a quarter of them okay mm-hmm. and i'm thinking i mean i'm i'm picking out a spot to put this car in my garage i'm I, this car's mine and some some person from new jersey won the car no shit like, how the hell first off how the hell does a guy from new jersey get this car uh-huh. uh but I felt pretty good about it, and they called the guy and asked him about it. He goes, yeah, we uh, shipped it back there to him, and the guy, the auto transport guy, forgot to uh, tie it down in the front, and it <laughs> rubbed up against the front, and it fucked up the front of the car. It's like, well, good. good. <laughs> you sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. You should have left in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. been a Fuck lot better him. if I'd have fucking won it. I would have drove that son of a bitch home. <laughs> yeah. I was pissed. Oh, shit. I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, that's how oh, uh, yeah. how it goes for me. What they call that uh, Murphy's Law? I, I guess. I guess. Call it call it shitty at gambling. What they call it? Fucking dumb <laughs> luck. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's been my whole thing. Everybody's like, hey, you want to pitch some money at that uh, game?" And you're like, "As soon as I do that, my team's gonna lose. Why would I do that?" <laughs> exactly. We were we were uh, gambling in and Wyoming on the slot machines in Rock Springs one time. And uh, our old friends, they were with us and we walked in there and he signed up for their club card or whatever. And they, they give you 20 bucks and credits or whatever. Yeah. And I get in there and I go, I hit like the first couple things. And I won like, not a lot. Yeah. A couple dollars, you know, 50, 60 bucks or a hundred bucks, something like that. And I go, Oh man, I'm, I'm rolling. I'm good. I'm cashing out, you know, whatever. <laughs> I go over to a friend and I go, hey, I just won 100 bucks, whatever. And he shows me his ticket. He won like $2,000 off of this, Holy their shit. free money. Like, you son of a bitch. Oh, these guys <laughs> win all the time. It win all the time. I had a cousin we that won $1,400. He was underage. And his mom had to go claim it. We were in Reno, just traveling through. And he snuck down and, and put some money in the slot machine at the front. 
<laughs> like ding, 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 ding. That's back when we had the oh, coins. Yeah. And you know what? Gambling to me, if I want to go to those, I want to hear those coins drop. That was the oh, fun part. Oh, yeah. And as soon as they took that away, I lost. It was no fun anymore. Yeah. Walk around with the cup go full of coins. Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I feel like I'm winning when I go to the ATM, it's like, oh, God damn, look, funny. Go to the car wash to get tokens, huh? Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> Anymore, yeah. I think they're all digital, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, swipe your card. Swipe your card, which yeah. is nice. I like, I kind of like, I'm not a, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, no, I don't disagree with that, but I'm always the one that shows up and they're like, the hand in front of me that worked for a company, used their credit card and forgot to shut the machine off. So you're like, score, dude. <laughs> Free car oh, yeah. wash. I'm going to use his shit. Uh, that's but that's how you get bad karma. And then you have that dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Rock Springs had a place to gamble up there. Yeah, Wyoming brought in slot machines. That's goddamn cool. I haven't been to Wyoming for a day or two, except for uh, yeah. the Gorge. The Gorgeous Go Gorge. Yeah, run over to Rock Springs over there to the Discount Liquors and uh, couldn't say the name of the street it's on, but it's right there. <laughs> Is it right? Yeah, you got the slot machines and stuff on one side, then you got the liquor store on the other. Pretty quick. <laughs> Is it right? They next were just throwing out money like, like people are winning thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, holy shit! Wow, that's cool. We had a when I was trucking to Reno all the time. We had we found a slot machine at the one of the truck stops that was loose that you could put in 50 bucks. Usually one and win another hundred, 150 bucks. We'd hit that one every week. Yeah. <laughs> that's badass. You know, and that's the worst thing that Utah did. You know, we, uh, we shelter ourselves up and we don't want people to, uh, gamble because it's a part of, uh, you know, uh, it's a religious state, you know, and they don't want people to steer away and go down those routes. But if we would have done the lottery and the scratch cards, can you imagine our roads? Jason Osler would be running his truck every goddamn day. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, oh, hell yeah, we got the funding. Run that son of a bitch into the dirt. You'd have 10 employees underneath you. <laughs> yeah, they, I, yeah, no shit. I saw that Utah just, we got like one of the best gas taxes in the country, and they just took a big payout from the, from the federal government. And I'll tell you what road they're not going to fix is California Avenue. That thing will be the fucking death. <laughs> yeah. I used to live off of Indiana. It's like driving in California. It's the roughest goddamn road in the state. Uh-huh. Make those oil filled roads still paved. I swear to God. Oh, man. Uh, but infrastructure, we can call it that, but whatever. Oh, not yeah, to get yeah, political, yeah. but that road's a piece of shit. And, uh, all right, you sound like the old Pong game that we used to play on Atari. Boom, oh, boom. <laughs> you broke up there for a second there. You're good. Yeah, we, I, feel we like understand. I feel like I'm losing you, Twin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to let you go. For- Perfect. Well, call us back if you need to. All right. Jason, Mother Trucker Osler is out of the building. <laughs> What would we do without him? Well, we're going to talk a little bit Um, because I uh, love to hear my my voice, I guess. 
So what I wanted to talk about, and I didn't get to uh, talk to Jason. He's actually texting me right now. He's like, oh, yeah, my phone is about dead. Earpiece about dead and poor service. That's because he spent so much time on the radio this morning uh, listening back and forth with his buttees. Shout out to him. Shout out to um, a a new friend, you know, um, Kevin Beach. Shout out to him. Uh, It was nice to... uh, uh, mess around and and have a three way conference call. That's uh, that's code. When I uh, when I tell Jason Oster that I'm going to call him, I get out there and I send him a pineapple. Now, for those that don't know, the pineapple is the international swingers symbol. <laughs> so if you start seeing these on bumper stickers and in the vehicles, that. Uh, resembles something you might question those people and not just question them maybe you might give them a wink when you go by hell i don't know <laughs> but no uh i send them the old pineapple and that means that we're good to go for uh, a three-way conference call <laughs> that's my life though um there's a uh, snow snow in hawaii what the hell has this world turned into Snow in Hawaii. Yeah, I guess uh, they've had this uh, winter storm come in over there, and they've actually started to touch down. Now, however, the media blows things out of portion a little bit. What people don't realize, that Hawaii has volcanic mountains that are almost 14,000 feet, which is as high as the mountains here in Utah. Yeah. Crazy, right? So they've reported snow at uh, 13 something, and I've seen it on the news, and it's crazy to see it down there and the flooding that has been going on. Um, can you imagine a winter warning, uh, warning coming like that? Um, these people don't have furnaces in their homes. You know, we live in Utah, we've got central air when it gets hot, we've got uh, a very nice fireplace or a furnace when it's cold. These guys, they might build their houses with chimneys in them. You know, I mean, everybody likes to have a live fire, but you know, I mean, when you start getting into um, pollution and smoke and smog and stuff like that, they tr- tend to restrict you. And I don't know how Hawaii is on building a fire. I know you can go out and do quite a few luau's and pigs cooked over the the coals so yeah it's crazy 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 um some of the craziest things that i ever seen was when i moved to the uinta basin um i moved i think it was 1986 is the year that I moved out here. I was born in 1976. I'm a bicentennial baby. Hence, Quinn the Eskimo, the mighty Quinn. Named after the great Bob Dylan song. Ain't seen nothing like the mighty Quinn. So if you guys have been on my Facebook um, stories, you'll hear that tune. Um, That's the reason why we use that tune out here in nowhere land. (laughs) Um, But... So I moved out here, and I come from, uh, my parents came from the Holiday Mill Creek area. 
and they bought a house down in Midvale on the east side of Midvale. The east side. My kids would give me so much shit because when they were living down there, they were on the west side of uh, of uh, I-15. And they're like, what's this deal with the east side, west side, and Salt Lake? Well, it is a deal. You know, it's a different class of people. Um, money. Let's just say it. it's, it's a different money class. It's, it's, it's dumb how uh, we live like that, but... You know, different areas are poorer areas and different areas are richer areas. Now, there's poorer areas in the the richer sides, too. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, I'm not correcting anybody out there. It's uh, it There's an east and a west side of Salt Lake, you know. There's a north side of Salt Lake and south side as well. But uh, that's where my uh, parents, they moved over there into Midville, um, we lived there. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. It's actually a Sam's Club, but uh, the old Cook Lumber, you know, that was on the corner. Well, it was about 6,400 south, maybe 6,700 south in state because uh, I know we grew up eh, 6,600 south in state. And it was a lumber store. And that was my backyard. The fence bordered it. So. I grew up in that area. Uh, my parents thought that it was getting too active, and they wanted to move on. We had a beautiful house out there. It was a it's a nice brick home. Um, it's been torn down so that they made the Sam's Club. Now I think it's the tire store. <laughs> but my grandfather retired from a, a machinery company in Salt Lake City, and decided to sell everything in his Mill Creek home and buy 80 acres, eight miles east of Mighton. Yep. That was my journey to the basin. So once we traveled out here, I loved it. 10 years old? Hell yeah. I bought my first gun when I was six years old. My parents gave me a tape recorder for Christmas. It kept eating the tapes. I went back down to, uh, we bought it at uh, Thrifty at the time. <laughs> Those Thrifties have turned into uh, Walgreens. Well, they went to Rite Aid and then Walgreens. But uh, they gave me $26 back for that tape recorder. And so that tape recorder paid for my first Daisy BB gun, which I still own. Um, I'll probably pass it down to uh, my grandchildren. You know, um, it'll be their time to shoot it and have a good time. Um, that's what guns are. Guns are very important to my life and tradition. Um, and I have a high respect for them. But when I moved out here, because I'm sidetracking and I'm filling in the void getting you some minutes out there i haven't done solo for a little while because it's hard it's hard to get out here and get this content and keep moving on to the next subject next subject you know having somebody interrupt you which a lot of these podcasts that people jump in and <laughs> interrupt you and we get excelled higher and higher in our voices um it makes it easier to talk back and forth but 
one of the first things I did is they moved me into Mighton Elementary. And if anybody's been to Mighton, it's uh, you can blink your eye and you drove past Mighton. Uh, Brigham Young put a curse on it because it was part of the the Duchesne County Strip at the time, and it's where all the outlaws hung out. So Brigham Young came in here and did not like the whorish ways that the women were doing and the bandit ways that the men were doing and the whorish ways the guys were doing. It'd be politically correct. Um, they were robbing banks. Uh, Butch Casty was in this place. And I mean, uh, right now, Mighton was bigger than what Roosevelt is today. But he come in and he said, the tumbleweeds will blow through the streets. This town is not going to exist. So basically, with that being said, they rerouted the road. <laughs> and it's just Highway 40 is on the outskirts of mine, and it doesn't even go down into the town anymore. So that's a good way to take the people off the map. And when you're the governor of Utah, you can do those kind of things and blackball people. So yes and no, Brigham Young was a great guy, but... He was powerful, and he used his power to get his ways. So, Mighton's not on the map. But, however, there is an elementary school there, and I attended a, uh, a month in fourth grade and a full year in fifth grade. And I went from being in a school in Midville, uh, East Midville Elementary is where I attended, um, hundreds of kids to probably less than 60 kids in a school. Um, we had probably 25 kids in the class that I was in in fifth grade, and we did not switch teachers. We used to switch teachers when I was in Midville, and it was crazy to me to come out here. Now, I was dressed different. The kids were dressed in Western wear, and I'm a kid that showed up, skateboarding was in with a pair of airwalks now airwalks were the skating shoe at the time and now you can buy them at payless but uh, i come out here and i you know rolled my pant legs up i think they call it pegging but not to be confused with something that's on pornhub um we rolled our pant legs up we wore a good hawaiian shirt kind of you know and we got out and skateboarded. Now, I had concrete and salt like an asphalt to ride on. When I got out here, we had a dirt road. So any sheet of plywood or any time that my parents would haul us down to church, I had a place to ride. Um, one of the craziest things I ever saw that I did not see in Salt Lake was the bookmobile. The bookmobile was a library on wheels. And when you went in this, you got to check books out. And I mean, the Mighton Elementary had uh, a library. The librarian was Mrs. Murray, and her husband was my teacher. And they were both ornery. They both did not like the city boys. So I was in and out of Mr. Henry's principal office the whole entire time I was there. Matter of fact, when I left the elementary school on the last day that we had graduated from elementary school to move up to middle school. 
Mr. Henry gave me a stack of papers that was probably two inches tall of things like, I will not enter the girl's bathroom anymore. These are things that I got in trouble for when I moved out here. However, my track record in Salt Lake City, I never went to the principal's office. And then when I moved to Mighton, every other day, I was in there. And some of it was chase the girls into the girls' bathroom because um, they were they had my hat, you know, things like that. Stupid things that I was getting in trouble for. And then they had a troubled school for kids called Thompson School that was located on Ioka Lane. And that teacher called my parents and said, your son is very troubled. We need to send him to this troubled school. My parents fought for me. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I would have never made it through Thompson School. I um, stayed in the regular public schools, and I kept my nose clean from there on out. I think I, um, I went to the principal's office three, maybe four times in the rest of my schooling. So I wasn't that bad of a kid, just a jackass. (laughs) Um, There's a few things that when I moved out from Salt Lake that were a little bit different for me. Um, Hours in school, we called them hours out here. In Salt Lake, they call them periods. Now, I don't know if it's something to do with uh, anatomy, and they didn't want us to learn in the maturation program at that time. But everything turned to hours, which is fine. First hour, second hour, third hour. And I came from a school that called it first period, second period, third period. So that was a big change to me. And I'm not sure that it's a big deal now, but I remember it was a shocker to me. Um, in your school uh, lines that you were standing in to eat, uh, lunches, your lunch lines, um, out here, they crowd. So if you want to get ahead of everybody, you crowd in line. That was crazy the first time I heard it. It's like you crowd in line. Everywhere else, you butt. You put your butt right in there. So that's that That was a, a, definitely a change. Now, you know, I speak more basin now, and I have a draw when I speak, but I did not have this when I uh, uh, moved out here, and everybody thought I talked funny. Now, yeah, I'm funnier than shit. <laughs> uh, kickball. Kickball is what we called base soccer when I was uh, in elementary school in Salt Lake. So I was like, Kickball sounds like stickball, you know, I mean, or the paddle ball that the kids play with, but it was a thing. We played by the same rules, just different names. And uh, kids didn't swear. <laughs> I went from a school that shit, damn, fuck, God, damn, this, that, to out here freaking. Darn it. Good hell, good helms, things like that. Those are some of the things that uh, I noticed, uh, you know, and it was slower. 
Being a 10-year-old boy with a nice Honda three-wheeler, I had shit to do out here. I wasn't restricted running around in the neighborhood and meeting people and, and getting in trouble. I got to come out here and actually learn to explore, build forts, and have some freedoms. So you take the good with the bad. My mom and dad moved me out here, and I do not regret any of it. It's a beautiful country out here. Um, My parents currently still have the 80 acres out there. Um, They have cattle. I'm not a farmer. I uh, live towards town, but I don't live right in town. I uh, currently have two and a half acres, and, you know, now you get the gist of it, you know. That's who the Mighty Quinn is. Um, I'm not somebody that loses my cool. I'm somebody that just has a great time. Love my music. Love my beer. Love my family. And I love this podcast. I love the people that are following it. So, you know... You guys get out there. I'm starting to get some badass feedback. You know, uh, uh, we just did a podcast with Crystal and, and uh, Kelly that will be coming out uh, uh, next Monday. That's Crystal and Kelly Wilkins. I had a great time, you know, flashback from the past. So it, it'll be fun for you guys to listen come Monday. This is my quickie, my solo run. Um, I'm going to try to incorporate uh, Jason Osler into it as much as I can on my uh, Mondays. And put it back out on Wednesdays. So we'll record on Mondays and put them out on Wednesdays for those that are paying attention. Cody and I will still maintain our Friday long run. And, uh, you know, just give you guys something more to listen to than the regular radio stations out here in New Orleans. But get out there. Get on my podcast. Like, share, comment, subscribe. And I don't give a shit if it's negative. Talk to me. You know, give us some feedback. Tell us. And you know what? Shout out. I can get you guys on this podcast via phone if that's what you want to. If you don't want to meet me in person, that's great. Just let me know. We'll get you out here and we'll break the ice. We won't break you too bad. We want to hear from you. Um, if you need to get a hold of me, it's Uinta underscore basement on Instagram. You can message me there. You can write on our page. You can follow us back over to Facebook. I am Quinn Cole, Q-U-I-N-N-C-O-L-E. Easy to find. We got plenty of friends out here in New Orleans. And... You can follow our Facebook page, Uinta Basement Podcast, or Eskimo.cole at Gmail. Get out there. This is episode 32. Um, it's our short quickie, which quickies are fun sometimes. But hey. Listen to us, please. This is the Mighty Quinn, and I am out of here.